Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. It's a little different today in the great Steven Crowder studio. Look at this place. Like a legit studio. We got brick walls and shit like that. Look at this stuff. <laughs> got a fireplace. Going. Is that a real fire? We'll roast some freaking marshmallows. Get some s'mores in here. And by the way, I look really nice too. Well, I, I mean, I don't mean in that way. I mean, obviously I got a face for radio, but Kim, the makeup artist, she's like a professional. I usually do my own makeup. That's why I look like shit every day. But th- look at this. Not no shine, no nothing, no blemishes with this face. It's all like blending in nice. Folks, uh, I want to thank first the Crowder team. I'm in his studio today. He's been kind enough to have us. I got Steve. I'm going to bring him in in a minute. But it's going to be a stack show, man. I'm super excited. We're going to cover this election. We're going to cover some self-defense stuff so you don't get whacked out in the street. We're going to cover the police state and their monster breaking news story. By the way, I want to acknowledge the team. The Crowder team broke. In case you forgot that, the cable news with the manifesto that they were hiding. And we'll cover some more stuff, so don't go anywhere. My pillow, they're soft and absorbent, 100%. Long staple, Sherpa cotton six-piece set. It's only $29.98 with promo code Dan. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call 1-800-637-4982. So we're in the Crowder studio today. Traveled out to Dallas. Got a book signing here tomorrow in uh, Grapevine Mills Mall. Hope to see you all there. We've been packing the house with these things for my new book, The Gift of Failure. That is tomorrow at 2 p.m. local time, Grapevine, Texas. Hope to see you out there. Let's get this party started, man. So the first thing I want to cover is election 2024, because I I know how I feel about it. You all know my take. But there's a guy who's been around this space a lot longer than me. You may know who he is because his name is on the freaking wall behind me and I'm stealing his studio right now. And by the way, we're streaming on both of his channel, on both channels, ours and theirs. Want to welcome into the show in his own studio, the legend and Steven Crowder, good to see you, brother, with your strange animal I love, shirt on. I love how you said shit like five times, but then said effing. It's a fucking... But I, I don't... Th- yeah, I know. You can say fuck, too. You can say whatever you want. You can say we're crossing the stream, so we're breaking all the rules There's no today. FCC. But you know you look good. Ca- I, cancer looks good on you. You like that? I, was like, I told you, it was like some fertilizer. <laughs> that chemo. Yes. Don't you think? It just metastasized. That's the greatest metastasized opening line. handsome. Dude, you're so fucked up. Is I, that the best line? <laughs> cancer looks good. That was the first thing I said. Because it's like, I have to, because it's like, if you don't laugh, I'm, you know, you'll cry I love, or listen, you'll shrivel and lose all your hair. ever. Not to, this is like, not to be macabre like this. I told you, this is why I'm giving these guys elements before the show. I'm like, fuck the elements. We're never even going to get to anything. Ma- macabre? Who are you, Vincent Price? Like, yeah. Not I, to I, be macabre. I, I took an SAT course. It's the only word I remembered. So I, I got to pretend them somewhat. No, but you've been doing this for, I mean, you've been around for a long time. I appreciate it. I'm Thanks, glad you're bro. here and you're one of the few guys who has the balls to, uh, you know, send people over to Rumble, not play the big tech game. So. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I quit those motherfuckers over at uh, YouTube. And the funny thing is. Is this like, directed by Scorsese? Standing above me, like the near so bad. People, I know I'm going to get so many complaints. My daughter answers emails first and stuff, and she always gets complaints. <laughs> Tell Dan, I know I'm trying, folks. It's the queens of me, and I'm here with Steve. We go way back. I, I was telling a story with you before. I met you at CPAC like 12 years ago when you were emceeing. And I don't think people realize, man, you've been in this business a long, long time. Like you've seen the entertainment business from the other side. Mm. It's pretty effed up business so you want i remember that year i remember that year because i was immediately called to the fox news second floor with the vps and they were going you made this joke you can't say that you made this joke you can't say that you outed anderson cooper as gay that was before he was out as gay and i said that he was like gomer Pyle, i think playing doctor with rock hudson 
uh, and uh, something like that, like something that implied he was gay, you know, and they were like, you can't do that because we all have to, you know, go to parties with him. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. What does it matter? Now he's out. You know, he lives in a firehouse with his ex-husband. Well, you're smart, though, man. You did what I did. You, like, kind of roll your own way, man. Having a boss sucks. Like, because when you work for yourself, like, you can only complain to yourself. Like, I'm HR. Yeah. So when I get some shit to say, I just got to, like, say it to myself. Yeah. Plus, you're, how, how Italian are you? Like, what, what percentage? 50%. Is, is a Sicilian in there? Of course. Oh, okay. So your your forefathers are probably slaves, right? They're Moors being kidnapped. There Palermo. The man. coast, yeah. But you, so the you other half is, is uh, Irish and German. But, uh, you know, that. So why do you look like partially black? I don't know, but I get that a lot. There was this thing on Wikipedia. This is with Gee, we're done. He's the fuck out of here. I told you. I'm, I, so, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 let's talk no, swing states. Let's talk no, swing states with no, the biracial no, no, Sicilian. I got this. <laughs> He gives me this big rundown. He's like, what order are we going to go? No order because it's Crowder. Like every time I <laughs> no, go this on is your show, show. This, this is your is, show. No, no, no. This is to, you let me your studio. We're going to stay for your thing too. Of course, your show. Uh, but I get that a lot. And years ago, there was this list out on Wikipedia of prominent black conservatives. And I was like, number four. And I'm like, how the, and, but then I was in a weird spot because I'm like, I don't want to pretend I'm denial. I'm not like, I'm like, yeah, exactly. of it, but then I don't want to be like culturally appropriating. Yeah. Either. So I said, I said to my crew, I'm like, what do we do about this? They're like nothing, bro. You just, just don't say anything. Roll. Whatever. No, I'm Italian, man. You just, what? you just like drop some N-bombs every now and then in a rap track and a new sound. <laughs> and you're all, yeah. A new SoundCloud track. And people are like, Oh, I guess he is I'm fine. And then you're, you're wait, wait. Cause we got it. I want to ask you about that. Because you know, you and I are like obsessed with this cancel culture thing. That's why we're on Rumble, mm -hmm. where we, you know, we respect free expression and all. And you've been talking out about this shit forever, especially the culture wars, right? But I said to Chris at Rumble, the CEO, once, and your thoughts on this before we get to the election stuff. I think that's when cancel culture dies. When they come for rap music, you're talking about, Steve, billions of dollars in intellectual capital. Yeah. I mean, they're selling music libraries. I saw what Billy Joel some sold this for like 400 million. Yeah. Can you imagine if you're like NWA, that library's worth a fortune and it gets canceled? How much did Billy Joel sell for? I think it was like, was it Billy Joel or Elton John, but 400 million? For a and place look, up in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? And look, at he's the <laughs> piano man. And look, I mean, Taylor Swift, that thing with the scooter cat. Like, that's a billion-dollar <laughs> library. I know. Imagine when the entire rap arena, they start looking back and you're like, you know, talking about bees and hoes and all that. When that gets canceled, I think that's the end. Yeah, I think it's pretty tough. I mean, it's the problem with progressivism, for progressivism's sakes, you're, you're just moving forward, right? You're not necessarily moving in a direction with purpose. And so that's why you have, you know, gays for Hamas, basically, right now. Or you have people who have decided that, uh, oh, you know, no, the black people, uh, or, you know, like you, half of you who uh, support Donald Trump, they're not real, you know? And so it's, it depends on who's the most oppressed that day, where none of it is a tenable position. You can't. You can't say misogyny and then also support hip-hop, you know, the hip-hop culture. You can't say, oh, hold on a second. Uh, we support Palestine and then have, I mean, you have Rashida Tlaib. She had literally a rainbow flag next to a Palestinian flag. She doesn't understand that people are thrown off rooftops. I mean, if, if, if her constituents, she went to Palestine. actual video of it. Yeah. Like off the rooftop. It'd be raining men for like a week. It's the craziest show. Yeah. By the way, have you ever sat in a guest in your own studio? I have. Like when I injured my neck, I would sit here because it's tough for me to do that sometimes. And, I, and I'm and i very disruptive. So you can just tell me to shut up in your, you know, in your, no, wop, no, in your no, WAP tone. This is already, everybody, I'm already got people like, what the fuck? Well, you know what? Just so people know, we are going to be multi-streaming this and then swap places. Dan will be in this chair uh, when we do Ladder with Crowder. And I apologize in advance. It's a, it's a no, pretty it's crazy gonna, show. I can't wait to do your show. So this is going to be fun. All right. So let's get to this election because I want your take. I really haven't gotten your take on this so far. Let me play this first. 
Uh, this is this happened the other day. So Nikki Haley, Steve, my humble opinion. <laughs> You're so Italian. Let me play this first. Play, I, I know. I'm trying to hey, get his accent. Let I me mean, play this. I've been out of New York, folks, seriously, for like almost 20 <laughs> years. So I can, once I get going with like one of my homies like this, it goes right back to like Savage Queen style. <laughs> Here, here's my take on this first. So I love primaries. I think primaries are good things. I think they keep candidates frosty because you know what? What happens without primaries? You get no media attention and you're not used to getting your ass kicked and stuff. And then when you get into a general, you're soft. I like primaries. But I got to tell you, I think this is the single dumbest effing idea I've seen out of the primary. Democrat or Republican, this is something with like reparations. This is Nikki Haley on a night. I'm serious. You can say it because you're half. This is so bad. (laughs) This is Nikki Haley wants to basically dox the entire internet. Check this out. Every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. All of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. Dude. Yeah. What? I understand the the principle, right? In other words, like, for example, a Senator Mullins the other day. That's very different. When someone calls you out like the Teamsters to say, hey, you know, you're a coward. I want to fight you. That's very different from someone just expressing an opinion. You don't assault someone for an opinion. But I think that people do get away with too much and not like Mike Tyson said, right? Too many anonymous people are afraid of not getting punched in the mouth. (laughs) And I think so. I get the spirit of it. But the idea, I mean, this would do away with investigative journalism, which YouTube already has. This would do away with whistleblowers. So I think she's trying to pander to the old GOP like tough guy thing like yeah I don't like that these kids are anonymous but she doesn't understand the ramifications yeah or maybe she does and she's just planning you know to work for another lobbying group with with her exit. Like think about like you and I over at Rumble like we got people in my chat like I got hardcore like chatsters who come in every day like we got this McGroin crew yeah holding McGroin shaking aching <laughs> feeling oh no no they're real like you'll see them pop in that's, i think everybody's confused but you'll, they're there like you'll see them today well, we wouldn't do that. what if they don't want people to know who the fuck they are like yeah you know, say i work in a school and i don't want these kids knowing i'm a trump supporter the santa's guy or whatever it's none of your business like why does the government need to know that shit you and i'd be on a list like day one oh, you know of course that, right? oh i'm already you on especially list. i've been on the isis kill list not just the isis kill list but like the premium frequent flyer list i'm like yeah i'm like you're, isis kill platinum you're at the top yes of I, I am oh yeah you're I not even like in a google search of people to kill you're on the first but yes game. i'm right there that's they, good, they, that's they, good. They, i had people from it's uh, good they'll come for you first we're safe waste a lot of time on him they're like oh yeah, you're at, they're like yeah you are on the isis kill so like, what they go don't worry like everyone's on the isis kill list i said but the problem is you're on this other list which like they actually want to kill i was like all right i was a goof i did a goof on youtube uh but no i think this is something that'll probably torpedo her campaign um i mean i don't Obviously, I'm not a big Nikki Haley fan. I think she's a decent person, but uh, this isn't going to do her any favors. I understand the spirit. This is the problem with people who aren't in touch with their voter constituency. And this is why Donald Trump does so well. She thinks it's going to work with the old GOP, maybe like the Koch brothers people, the people who, you know, I I really like the Republican Party and we need to we need to send more money to Ukraine. Those people will say, I don't like people being anonymous. I don't either. You and I both know, right, you have no skin in the game. It's easy to be a fake tough guy. Yeah. That being said, the consequences of removing anonymity, it's uh, I mean, it, it would be. Well, you roll like you actually do jits and stuff like I'm going to I want to get to this self-defense uh, shit later. But you you're like a like you can you can handle yourself, you know, like that's I'm the a, thing. Like I'm a ham and egg. When you were in <laughs> when you were rolling in some of these jujitsu places, 
Sorry, guy. I promise I'll go back to the order eventually. They're like, give me the order show. I'm like, it's all fucked up already. But you've seen it before. Like I was telling the story the other day on my show. We had this 300 pound lineman. I don't know if he's from Hofstra or whatever. He came into Matt Sarah's place. He's like, ah, this shit don't work. So uh -oh. Matt's like picks like the smallest guy. This guy, I don't remember what his name was, Joey Bagatona. So the kid was like 120 pounds. <laughs> and he's like, I want you to roll with this cat right here. But the guy's like, I, you know, I'll kick this guy's, give me the biggest guy. He's not, he goes, not only am I going to give you the small guy, you're going to start out on top, full mount. The guy's like, this ain't even fair, bro. Yeah. I'm going to kill this kid. <laughs> this guy was getting choked out, dude. People in like 30 no seconds, he was no. like. <sighs> people have no idea how easy it is for another no. person to end your life. No. They have no idea. I mean, we'd have people who come in and go, well, I'm a black belt. And uh, my son, who's 14, is also a black belt. Well, congratulations, your check cleared. It's not the same thing. No. We would say, go and enroll with our you know, blue belt teenagers. And by the way, this applies to high school wrestlers, to guys who are in a good boxing gym, boxing club, uh, actual combat sports. This, it's a good thing for a man specifically to get his ass kicked. It's a good thing for a man 100%. to fail a rep, right? So you realize, oh, there's a certain point where talk, where conjecture goes out the window. So there is definitely value in being called to the mat and men being called to the mat. I understand that feeling from Nikki Haley, but as a matter of policy, um, yeah. it's functionally retarded and that's putting it generously. I love how he brought the show right back to, you see that? He's a pro. Because okay. I'm like crazy. Like I had too much coffee already. I'm like all over. <laughs> I'm ready to jump to like segment three. All right, I want to show you this first because while we're on election 2024, you know, listen, you and I are in the content production business. We got to attract eyeballs and earlobes. That's just what we do. If you don't, and I, I think what I like most about what you and I do working for ourselves is if the show sucks, that's it. Like, we can't blame Fox. I can't blame Newsmax. It's you got to blame Steve and I got to blame Dan. Right. Sometimes Guy will be like, you know what? That show is no good. And I'll look the next day and I'm like, bro, you're right. That show sucked. Like, you know, we lost 10% yeah. of our audience. But the thing is that that's politics. So you and I get this. I think nobody gets kind of the finger on the pulse of like the snapshots and sound bites game and politics better than Trump. And a lot of people dismiss shit like this when he walked in the UFC. Play that cut. I want to show oh, yeah. you get your thoughts on this on the other side. How strong that team is making his way into the building. One of the bigger mixed martial arts fans I know, President Donald Trump, taking his octagon side seat for UFC 295. Now, listen, I don't want to oversell this thing. DeSantis, a great guy, best governor we ever had. Sure. Um, you know, I like Vivek, a lot of shit he's talking about. But, you know, I was a Trump guy early, and I think it's because. You've been in the Republican movement for a long time. These guys just totally do not understand the messaging thing on the establishment yeah. side at all. They don't get the Wheaties box shit. Bro, right. it's got to fit on a Wheaties box. This guy gets that image is worth $5 million. In well, you know what else, though? Here's the thing. It's genuine. He's been a fight fan for a long time. A lot of people don't realize, you know, when, when the UFC was struggling in the dark ages, they yeah. couldn't bend pay-per-view. They would do it at Taj Mahal. He's always been a boxing fan. He, uh, I mean, he was honored by Muhammad Ali at his foundation like twice. They were very, very good friends. This is a guy who's always been a combat sports fan. So he's not showing up to, you know, like something gay, like a soccer game. You know, and he's showing up to something he actually cares about. <laughs> and, they, and by the way, should also work with a lot of there were some female fights on that yeah love watching the bitches fight <laughs> <laughs> look look they still hit like girls they still throw they still throw punches like softballs that's what people say but but you know they're still they're good looking when they fight they tape it down but i can Dude, still he's good at this see, i can't great ditch great ditch in that division the only one i can do is bernie Oh. I can't do shit anywhere. I cannot do it. The millionaires and the billionaires. These motherfuckers. I can't believe these. And I, with Mark Wayne Mullen, the other day, Bernie Sanders is the peacemaker. You're, you're 
a United States senator. Yeah. Sit your ass down. You are too, you phony for put on some deodorant. Well, and then when he gets really mad, it cracks. And that's what we've always said. Like people used to get mad. My Bernie impression was not as Gilbert Godfrey. I'd be like, you too are United States. I'd be like, ah, son of a bitch. Stop <laughs> acting like children. You filthy whore. <laughs> he does. He gets like a little bit. But no, I think you're right about Donald Trump having his finger to the pulse um, with a lot of this. Look. I wasn't a Trump guy in those primaries in 2016. Yeah. And then I saw what happened and having experienced this too, they are going to come for you. They're going to do to him uh, or what they've done to him. They're going 100%. to do it to you. And uh, yeah, it was something that. Uh, well, you sense. know, after the manifesto thing, which I'm, I'm hoping we get, cause this is like the biggest, this is a bigger story that you guys cracked about the Nashville manifesto. It's not about the manifesto. It's about the police state. The fact that they had to go to us, people like you, to get this thing out. I mean, I didn't do it. You did it. You guys get all the credit in the world. But the fact that that had to happen is yeah. just so embarrassing. I got a couple of spots. I got a reason. I got to pay for the show. You didn't run for my pillow. You're going to hang You're out? You're going to love my pillow. I did. I did that. In the beginning. You missed it. I, I sleep on it. <laughs> well, let's do my ne next ad read. But, you, but that's a good let you do <laughs> This is that's kind of weird, man. If you put him behind a curtain, I would have Mike. Give this. I mean, my voting ever, machine. They're the best voting you machine ever from the <laughs> finest Egyptian chipsets. All right, listen. Okay. I've had too many cups of coffee. You tired of the same old bullshit coffee? Yes. You are right. Then mm -hmm. don't drink it. Drink blackout coffee. I know this guy. This guy John who runs a company. He all he cares about is two things. He lets me do whatever I want. And he spots too. Is what I love about it because I drink too much coffee. He cares about coffee and he loves the country. I'm proud to recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values from sourcing the beans to customer service. They're honestly, just making good coffee. I had Brutal Awakening. You get a Brutal Awakening the other day. And believe me, man, that stuff is strong, but never bitter. It's my favorite coffee. I drink about 47 cups. I'm kidding. Don't do that. You'll probably have a heart attack, but I do drink a lot. Do me a favor. Check them out. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use get your coupon own blend. code Bongino. I, you should get your own blend. It should be Dan Bongino. It should he, be called, he's already breaking it. Should be like, it, it should be a know. dark roast. It could be called half I, and half. What if I told you that that may already be <laughs> in the it? works? Because like I don't... I like. Was it Brutal Coffee with Brew? Brew like, you get it. They, well, who they have Play Gene Shallot naming what, these like things? Like that, Brutal. B-R-E. But what's the promo code? Because we actually have run out of coffee. Blackout. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Promo code Bongino. We love promo codes. Let's use it, Because you get 20% yeah. off. Yeah, we'll order some. Ditch yep. those other losers. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your four. Do it now. Oh, that's disrespectful. Wait, I go, it is disrespectful. I love black coffee too. That might bum my homies. <laughs> Folks, the economy's crap. They're printing a bunch of money. And you know what that means? It means your savings are going to get watered down as inflation goes up. So protect yourself today, diversifying the gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. Listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Dan. To 989898, claim your eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. You still get the free gold bars. It's pretty cool. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Do what I did. Buy some gold from Birch Gold. Text Dan. To 989898, receive a free info kit on gold and claim your eligibility before Black Friday. Receive free gold bars on your qualifying purchase. Performance may vary. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Message and data rates apply. All right, Steve, back to this Trump conversation because I, I think you know better than anyone the Republican Party for the last, gosh, 50 years mm -hmm. has had a big problem with the black vote and the Hispanic vote. We're just we're dealing with a couple of things. One, our messaging sucks. And two, the media constantly calls us Nazis and Hitler and shit like that. Yeah. 
But Trump seems to have cracked the code. I want to play this cut quick. This is from uh, Fox News Ingram show about a poll about Latino and Hispanic voters. I want to get your thoughts on the other side. Check this out. Former President Trump leading Biden 49 to 45 percent among registered voters. But when you look inside the numbers, things start to get really bleak for the Democrats among voters younger than 35. 48 percent now supporting Trump. And 47 percent Biden. I can't even read. I'm so shocked. And among Latino voters, Trump's getting 46 percent, which would be historic for a Republican. So, you know, what? I knew this was breaking bad for Democrats and Trump was cracking the code finally. And by the way, why we don't appeal to black and Hispanic voters candidly, like I never understood. I knocked on a lot of doors. I ran for office in Maryland. They got a huge portion of black voters. Mm-hmm. I got just destroyed. But when you knock on the door and you actually go and talk to them, yep. you know, I would say to people, they'd be like, are you a Republican or a Democrat? I said, I'm not going to tell you. I said, just give me like 30 seconds. Let me tell you what I believe in. And then yep. you tell me what I am. And then they would say, you're a Democrat. I'd say, no, I'm a Republican. I talk about like school choice and stuff. And I realized like, gosh, a lot of these voters are really confused because the media lies to them all the time. But why do you think Trump's like kind of cracked that code a little bit? Well, I think there are a couple of things. Then we do the segment black and white on the gray issues where I just go, like I'm doing one uh, this week. I'm just going into a barbershop and just talk with people, um, you know, black Americans. And they are the moderate wing of the Democrat Party. They tend to be very traditional in, in, in gender roles. Right. Uh, They're not into the LGBTQ AIP business. They tend to be very patriotic. They think that there are flaws, but a lot of them appreciate America, certainly more than white suburban women. So I just think I think it's a messaging thing. It's that the media has been in charge of a lot of it. Um, I think though the most important component there, because I also have some of these polls. I don't know which polls Fox News was using, but, you know, there was a New York Times polls and those are still really good. So, for example, um, they only had uh, Donald Trump at like 22 percent of the black vote and they had him within eight points with the Latino vote. So, in other words, this is the New York Times. It's really good. But the most telling thing there is the 18 to 29 year olds from the New York Times poll had Biden only up by one 18 to 29 year olds. Here's the thing. If you were to not change the black vote at all, I'm not saying you should, but if you were to not gain any more Hispanic votes at all and you just mitigated the losses with the under 35 to, you know, within 10 points, Republicans would never lose another election. Again. No, there's no math for they the could, Dems to yeah, win. That's the big number. And, and then if they could just swap, if they could grab about 15 percent of white female voters, it wouldn't even be close. So that's what's most shocking to me, because, you know, black people still only make up 13 percent of the population. They vote. In, the, the vote turnout is very low comparatively to white Americans. But that under 35, yeah. the fact that that's within striking distance, that is a tectonic shift. Oh, and I think the reason it's happening is, and this is just an opinion, I don't know, but I'm not a political analyst, is one thing that's universal, people hate feeling like they've had the wool pulled over their eyes. Right? <laughs> right? They really don't. Yeah. Because everyone's had someone get, whether it's a bad mechanic. In other words, like sometimes we can't relate to the evil of Hamas and, and Israel because we, we don't live in that. But we all know being screwed by someone who's... There, there's a fundamental feeling of like, fairness more than anything like you you would rather have less food to eat when you're hungry than being satiated and having another guy get more food than you you're like no i got fucked yeah, like even though you don't want it you on per- yeah if he did it through through underhanded means and so i think what's happening right now is you know the best thing biden could do is never compare himself to trump on the actual like on the economy or on foreign policy he keeps doing it and so when you keep telling people the economy is great even people who are liberals i don't know that they're becoming conservative they're going now you're lying to me because everyone out there knows that we are worse off economically. Everyone out there knows that now we're involved in these proxy wars. And so they don't like having the wool pulled over their eyes. That's why I think you're seeing this number shift toward Trump across the board because they're going, ah, maybe he was a dick. 
but he wasn't lying to me like you are. You can only lie to people in the face of their lived experience for so much before they turn on you. I think that's what's happening. Oh, gee, you know what? I totally screwed up because I we should have got that Dave Chappelle SNL. Remember, you ever see the Dave Chappelle and SNL about Trump? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. What you just said, just he freaking nailed it. He's like, and he looked over to Hillary Clinton about the tax code and he said, I use the tax code and that's why I don't pay higher taxes. And then he said some shit like, uh, and he goes, and you won't change it because your friends benefit. He goes, and a star was born. Yep. Dude, you just, you just nailed it. All right. I'm on one more and then one more than some other stuff, including the worst soundbite ever from a politician. This is Vivek. I want to get your take on the Oh, orange. I thought it was going to be Hitler. It, no, not next. <laughs> no, it's, it's later on in the show. Uh, pull up Vivek. I'm sorry, guys, to skip ahead if I'm like mm-hmm. messing up your production thing. But here's Vivek calling out Rana runs the RNC. Your thoughts on this? Check this out. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're <laughs> cancer to the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. Listen, Steve, I'm kind of agnostic because I really don't give a fuck. Like, I never pay attention to the RNC either. Yeah. Like, unless it was like you were a friend of mine in charge of it. Like, I just don't donate there. I donate to individuals. So I right. really don't care. But having said that, that Vivek is another one that like Trump kind of gets the pulse. Yeah. That was probably like the best opening statement I've heard in a long time where I was like, you know, when Tim Scott was talking, it's a, a nice guy, but you just want it to be over. You want to hear, yeah. You want to hear the next guy talk? When he was, I was sitting there like, wow, man, like mm-hmm. he really nailed it on that one. Yeah. And he, um, you know, we did an Ash Wednesday where we sat down with him. This was after the second debate. And we told him like, hey, what happened to the first debate, Vivek? First yeah. debate, you came out, you were throwing bombs. Yeah. Second one, you were trying to be buddies with them. And he said, you know, I know. And uh, he went back out and he, he went, he was true to form, at least his original form. So yeah, look, Ron is, is awful. If you look at her record, it's a losing record, um, this, this Romney broad. So that's a valid point. And I will say, I think Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis, Great governor, has done great work. Amazing. The primary concern that people have is not who he is, but in order to run nationally, who he has to be involved with. And you know, and by the way, that doesn't mean that these are bad people. What it means is they have a way of doing things and they're out of touch with the actual voter, the RNC. So that's why you go, how is how is Ron DeSantis doing so poorly considering the lead that he had? It's not necessarily Ron DeSantis. It's the people saying, no, 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 you need to do it this way, Ron. And so I think Vivek is trying to separate himself from the pack. A lot of the criticism is a lot of people are saying, is he just saying what we want to hear? What level of experience does he have? But I think it's important that at least someone is pointing it out. We need to have those different ideas. Yeah, it kind of irks me a little bit. So now, listen, this is like talking about like inauthenticity being a problem. Is there a more inauthentic mofo anywhere in the country than Gavin Newsom? French laundry, like slick back hair, dude. This dude is the, I want you to listen to this one. This may be the single worst double, folks, this is a stand up. like, here's my, here's my, I would kiss, put your lips on my ass moment. Take lips. You don't have to invite me twice. Hatch them to my ass moment. I've never seen a politician say kiss my ass better than this guy. Here's Gavin Newsom. Keep in mind he lords over California descending into chaos. You can't even find a freaking U-Haul because everybody's, it's like Snake Plissken escaped from LA surfing on the thing. The place is falling apart. There's homeless people shitting in the streets everywhere. They finally 
Clean up San Francisco for the commies. And Gavin Newsom says this. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. (laughs) Um, That's true. (laughs) Because it's true. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is that not it? Yeah. Right right on the ass? Yeah. Just like... Kiss my big yeah. ass, you voters. He's just, he's just, you're like, oh, there's going to be, there's going to be another half to this. Yeah. Oh, there isn't. <laughs> right. You're just going to apologize dick. and I'm going to explain yeah. something. There was some federal edict in the way and Secret Service waved it or something. He's like, nah, nah, it's no. just a big fuck you guy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, look, <laughs> he's like, we can't have the leader of the CCP covered in human shit. Can we? Where's Gerald? That's for, that's for you. Oh, he's, we didn't can know. He, we can thought he comment? Like, can we bring him in at all? Oh, we can, yeah, we can bring him in. I, I love Gerald. We keep I, him I, under I the stairs. I feel like we've neglected Gerald. Oh, he's, he's going to be in later. I, he might be working on something now. Gerald, man, you got to come. I, I, love, this I, is I will like, tell you though. I will challenge you. Uh, one person more disingenuous. Gretchen Whitmer, Michigan. Mm. She's the worst I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you know what? That's remember She's the when worst. she like blocked off like certain sections of the store during COVID, oh, and then her husband was outside like on the lake, like fishing. And I, shit? Well, I know the guy who operated the boat lift, where her husband called. I know the guy there up in northern Michigan. All right, all right. Who, Gerald. Who I feel like call. it's not really a show. And, and he said, Gerald. Uh, "Gerald, I can't move on from this segment without getting your thoughts on uh, the you know crew for the hair product." This is Gavin Newsom probably uses about a quarter gallon of crew every single day. So he's out in the French laundry. He tells everyone. It's a good restaurant. Yeah, beautiful, I'm sure. It's probably one of those places that does like foie gras and shit. I heard I he was eat. more of a Dapper Dan man. Yeah, I, went to, I, went to, see, I want pomade, damn it. I, I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm, I'm assuming you guys were probably like middle class humps like me. My dad was a plumber. My mom worked in a supermarket. I, lower middle class over Low, here. Yeah. I prefer a lower. He had like an Italian too. plumber dad. So, <laughs> I, be, while we're on the topic of the French laundry. I go, my friends like a fancy wine, dude. I don't know shit about wine. I just got into it, but it's it's cool. So we went yeah. to this like foo-foo wine tasting thing, mm-hmm. which isn't really my bag of donuts, but what the fuck? I'll try it, right? <laughs> but they serve food in there too. So to, it's one of those like seven course meals. Yeah. You ever have one where you can't eat anything and you're embarrassed because I'm, he comes out, he's like, this is the foie gras with the finishing. And I'm like, can you get me a fucking quarter pounder? For- yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. eating that shit. <laughs> but then I, f- did you ever do this? I feel bad because the chef put a lot of time. So I mashed it up like I ate it and spread it around so it looked like I, but I didn't really yeah. eat any. Have you it's ever good, done that? It's good cover. I'm a sommelier. I'm literally Are a you? wine business. What do you like think of Schaefer? Like, that's my new thing. Schaefer? That's I great. I love Schaefer. Yeah, fantastic wines. But <laughs> I'm getting into like Scarecrow. I've seen gay well, pride parades straighter than this conversation. <laughs> Listen, I'm new rich. I'm like, I, I, okay, I'm I like, get, you ever hey. see the unsinkable Molly Brown from the Titanic, the new money? That's me. Oh, I'm yeah. so proud that I'm not old money and I'm not cultured at all. I like rich people are horrified around me. I grew up eating at steak and ale with a petite top sirloin, like well done with a bucket of A1 sauce. So I completely understand what I you're love saying. It. And I, I got into wine after not drinking until I was 26 years old. So I understand it and I can hook you up with some good bottles of wine. I but on that front, what bothers me more than the food that they bring out mm. is they all act, everyone there, they act like, of course. They go like, and this is the uh, half blah, blah, quail blah, blah, blah. on the Quailing. seashell. You're right. like, oh, of course, yeah, the half quail on the seashell. Yeah, so, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. so I don't spread around. I just put it in their face. Right. Like, let's like, like this a pie. Yeah, I'm me. like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> someone bring me out of five guys. Like, if someone yeah, just says, in Texas, what a, we got to shout out Whataburger. Yeah. We got to, I'm in Texas. God forbid you don't say that shit. But if someone, like, if someone just who works there goes like, look, I'm 
I'm a server. Like, of course we don't eat this shit at home. Like, it's, this is obviously a gimmick. And then you go, okay, I'll try it. It's a novelty. But they act as though they all know. That's what bothers me. Of course I'll try new things. I'm, I'm pretty open-minded to food. I'm not a picky eater. But when they just act like, hmm, yes, of course, this is a seafoam uh, romulade or whatever. He's like, what? Yeah. What am I What am I eating the ocean? What are you do- talking about? I'm always embarrassed, though. They come out and I'll tell you, like, this is a reduction. I go, I don't know what that is, bro. Like, what does that even mean? Make this well, that's what I'm doing thicker. with your tip. They just try to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wait. reductioning all the time. But, Gerald, because I love you guys' show, and I, it's not a good show well, without thank you. you. Your, your thoughts on Newsom. Like, I, me, I think this guy, and maybe Gretchen Whitmer, you're right, maybe a little phonier. But I think everybody's like afraid Newsom's going to jump in, which I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee. I do think Newsom's going to come in. But I don't think he's a powerhouse we think he is. I think this guy'd be so easily exposed by even like a semi-decent politician because he's such a phony. My problem with that, and, and I agree with you that he'd be easily exposed, but my problem, I don't think they care on the left. I don't think the exposure right. of, of Gavin Newsom, because Gavin Newsom, he was the, I think he was the mayor of San Francisco and then became the governor of California. I spoke to one of his business partners at a winery because he was a part owner of a, a three yeah. wineries out of Napa Valley. And he's, he told me, Gavin has been preparing is he for Plump Jack? president his entire life. Yeah. What's Plump, Plump Jack, Jack right? and Odette, the, the, those three. Because I was in a restaurant. And this guy is an amazing I know, guy. I know. I didn't know this. So my, the the, owner, I got these I like f- this friend down my, the block from me. He's like a super rich cat. Like he's yeah. a, But he's a nice guy. He didn't act like that. Great one. So they're always embarrassed because I always come out in a t-shirt, like even in these places. And one day they were like, hey, try this wine out. And they brought out this Plump Jack. And my friend's like, who's a huge conservative. I love this guy. He's an orthodontist. He's like, he put up like the garlic and the cross yeah. for the Nosferatu. <laughs> he's like, get that shit out of here. This yeah. poor Samoyega. <laughs> He was, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that like shitty wine? He goes, no, it's all right. He goes, that's Gavin Newsom's. I said, bro, if someone gets me in a picture in a restaurant drinking Gavin Newsom's wine, he saved my ass. I might have been fired. It's like it's the Getty family, I believe, Gavin Newsom. And then there's one other guy. But the owner, one of the co-owners of that winery is actually a very cool, relatively conservative guy. And it's a hard space to be conservative in. A lot of those Napa wine growers, and great, they're very conservative. But if you get to the upper echelons, it tends to go a little bit further left. I don't think... That people accurately estimate the challenge that we will have on the Republican side with somebody like a Gavin Newsom. He has no soul. He will do anything to get to that office. His entire life is built around becoming president of the United States, period. Nothing else matters to this. Do you ever see the Adam Carolla clip with him? When Corolla, oh, dude. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, When he just dismantles him. It's like 10 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came on Adam Carolla's pod. And Corolla, he's trying to make the case about some uh, racial thing, and 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 Corolla just eats this guy's lunch, and he's like, "Well, why, I understand why don't why don't black people have?" This? And he's like, he doesn't want to say it, yeah. But he just you could tell like Newsom just didn't have an answer. I got to take a quick break. My last break, two spots. I want to get to the self defense thing because you roll and stuff, and I always want your thing. Gerald, don't you're not going anywhere. Right? Oh, I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, just spots. This is important stuff. These guys pay <laughs> for the show. I you guys shoot. I target pro man. There's so many. You got to train. Remember the video I showed you? We're going to go into this next about that attempted home invasion. I've been telling you for months, you got to prepare. It's not good enough to have a gun, folks. You got to know how to use it or else it's going to be dangerous to you too. You got to practice and practice a lot. I got a great gift idea. Get the iTarget cube today. It's what I train with. It's uh, What's great about the cubes, you can put them in different spots, which is more realistic for training. You can practice clearing drills, sequential drills, set it to random mode to test your skills against multiple targets, all while the system times your speed. Right now, save 20% on iTarget cube plus get free shipping with the offer code dan20 that's dan20 
at checkout. Just go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Itarget comes in most calibers from 9 mil to 223. You can train with almost any firearm. It's easiest, most cost-effective way. Vouch for it, folks, to train and pay for itself in a single day. It's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, offer code DAN20. And our last sponsor, GenuCell. You ever wonder how I look so young? Yeah. No, you don't. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you don't want to do that at all. <laughs> Thanksgiving is one week away. Means the best GenuCell skincare of the year. Just in time for the holidays. The GenuCell skincare most popular package is back for you to look stunning for those Thanksgiving gatherings. And with the brand new GenuCell 3 also included in your most popular package, you could look 10, 15, even 20 years hungry guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Here's Sonny from Illinois. We love you, Sonny. I give GenuCell skincare five stars because the products do exactly what they promise. It's working. I love all the products. Highly recommend it. Take advantage of the GenuCell skincare best sale of the year. Say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, bags and puffiness, laugh lines, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other. Don't take my word for it, though. You'll look and feel your absolute best or your money back. No questions asked. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan for an incredible holiday discount better than 70% off on GenuCell skincare's most popular package with GenuCell 3 and Dark Spot Corrector. And for results in 12 hours or less, the immediate effects is included free. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan now for a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. Steve, one favor, but you and Gerald both. Mm. Yeah, we got the Corolla video for What's that? They got the Corolla video. Oh, you, oh we yeah. got to play it. Wait, we got to play it. But I just want to say before I go, like, I knew I'd have a good time with you motherfuckers because I have before when I've done the show. <laughs> but given that this has been such a bless, when I open my studio, you got to come out. I'll, I'll fly out. Whatever you, you got to come yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to bring these guys. Yeah, we should, as long as that, we, we'll probably have to do our show from your studio because yeah, that'd be, that's we'll what we'll that. do. We'll yeah. switch it around. We'll do it reverse. All right, folks, you got to watch this. These guys, the Crowder team's awesome. Uh, they put this is Corolla and Gavin Newsom getting his ass absolutely handed to him. This is glorious. Check this out. Half of African Americans oh, in the state of California, roughly half of Latino families, have no access to a checking account or an ATM. Things we take for granted. They don't have a checking account. What's wrong with them? And what, but What's what, wrong well, with because them? they don't they don't have the resources <laughs> to suck those things them? away. Why do we have them? Uh, Why do we have a lot of different reasons? But but roughly half those families don't. Where do they Why end do up? Armenians have them? But where they end up is <laughs> not cashing places. But I want to know why those groups. Why those those two groups don't have access. Well, a lot of it just happens to be that we can so talk about. Flawed? No, they're hardly they're flawed. flawed, but they're struggling. Genetics are making flawed. their work hardly not at. But okay, so but absolutely do Asians not. have this problem? I mean, a lot of communities have. A lot of white sounds like it's cranky. Oh, it's not just black and Hispanic. No, but it. But, but why did you bring up black and Hispanic? Because the magnitude is ominous. But why so many of them? It just happens to be the magnitude. Not at all. Well, what just, happened to them? There are a lot of issues that the communities are struggling a lot of Why immigrants a lot, lot of different reasons lack Hispanics of opportunity have blacks have been here longer than we've been here well, we, we can we can surmise what about the, Asians the, they were put in internment camps yeah we in fact it all initiated out at San Francisco and all right. the Chinese Exclusion Act came so out they, of progressive are they the San Francisco are they the check a lot, of, a lot of Asians certainly do. <laughs> so why don't you cut them? Uh, uh, the only reason why. Tell me about Western the Union. <laughs> There's the so problem. many more. The magnitude and percentage. But there's no way to figure out how that happened. Africa. We could talk about it. You know what I'm dealing with? I don't want to have a sociological debate. Uh, sure, I want why to would you? Have, no. no, here's why. Why would you want to do that? Because the person from the Times wouldn't write good things about oh, you if God. you did that. No, no, that's not the case. Because I want <laughs> to deal want with to reality. No, no, no. You want to deal with reality. I want to deal with reality of people that are. 
Is, is that well done? Is that not the way to handle that shit? Why? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? Well, what happened to them? I, I was. I was Is this genetics? I was, I what was about the Asians? I had MAL back in the day when I was like begging to be on any show. I was like such a loser in the business, and you're like, you'll take Stop anything. It. No, I was like a scrub. It was like ten years ago, and WMAL, which we're actually on now, is one of our stations in DC. They were like, do a weekend show for like to whatever. So if you're like, oh yeah, you come in. I get a caller at the end. I swear, I although it was short, I had almost the exact same interaction. Guy was, he was against school choice. And I kept, it's like a 30 second call, but I, I'm going to try to find a tape one day. Bottom line is I keep trying to get out of the guy who keeps insisting black parents are somehow incapable of choosing where their kids go. Why? Yeah. Like, just say, if you're a racist, exactly. like, just say it, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, stop dicking around and just say it. I know. It's, it, it's, it really is. The school choice thing is I've challenged my audience anywhere, anyone. Offer me a valid argument against school. No one can do it. Where I'm just saying, look, before we can get to school choice, to school vouchers, meaning instead of just sending it to a school, attach the money to the student. Before we even get to reducing the funding, every time I've had that conversation with someone who's even a hardcore Democrat, they go, yeah, okay, that makes sense. The only argument they try and make is, well, it's racist because then the black kids who are in neighborhoods where they have bad schools may not be able to travel. To give it right now, they have no hope. They have no choice. Right. They're, they're stuck at that. At least they can maybe get on a bicycle and go to another school. Like, it's not going to be worse off. So um, it's one of those issues where, yeah, it's just, it, it is, it, the left is so incredibly racist. I mean, a good example is like, you're going to get to the, the New York uh, subway story, but think about all of these, you know, stop Asian hate. Remember that? That was a hashtag. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you know, they thought they could blame conservatives. Yes, they thought. And then they saw, oh, wait, there's a disproportionate But now the same people in the street like, kill the Jews yes. and nobody's saying anything. Well, they use them. It's the craziest thing. They use them thing. as pawns. Do you ever, isn't this nuts? Like, uh, you know what? I'm like, because if I got uh, this, this, this is me. <laughs> well, you have to say something because the last thing you said was <laughs> well, kill the Jews. No, no, I So know, make and, sure you, And the other you day, know. what did I say? I was on the radio Hitler show. Bad. And my, my producer's like, you realize you just said Nazi. Oh, I said, I said, no, I said, you cannot See, it's yes. kind of like saying master. <laughs> yes, but debater. we know what you meant. You got to like say, Thank you. like one time I was talking about how this guy, how Trump is a, a master debater. And I said it too quick and master debater. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not like beating off on stage. Like I said, master. Now I pause. I would never <laughs> need to. Never, never beat my man. Not once, folks, because like, all the ladies love me. And when you say I cannot see and you need to separate that i want to get to the self-defense thing because like i said you and i share something in common and my audience loves it especially if we can give them some tips but you said something before that is so spot on um you know i'm 48 i'm nobody's tough guy anymore i get my ass kicked tomorrow i got arthritis all over the place but back in the day when i was rolling with these guys like people and especially dudes overestimate their ability in yeah. the street to handle themselves they've seen a bruce lee movie a chuck norris movie so Hey guys, can we play the police one first? I'm sorry, I want to get to the shooting one second. Fight. This is a police officer in the subway, Steve. And I always tell people, as you know, you got to control the hips. You'll see this guy gets it. And you'll see he's in that mid-range, which is like the worst spot. Yeah, either be out or be in. Yes, be yeah. See, folks, he knows. Yeah. You're either out or you're in. You're mid-range, you're gonna get you're gonna get effed up. Here, watch this. There we go. See? Yeah, he's in the danger zone. Oh, right that's the, the worst. Yeah. He's getting pounded right there. He's getting pounded. And uh, by the way, for him, when I'm on the morning quarterback, this guy's a solid guy. Yeah. He's, you know, this is, we can all learn shit. Well, you have to understand these police officers get maybe a week of hand to hand training. Yeah, that's it. Stay you, up can't. To, you know, you can't yeah. learn that. No, you, you can't. See, he's got him, and they always go for the head. 
every yeah. single time. They go for the head every single yeah. time, right? And there. by the way, that is the, what the guy is doing to the cop is please suplex me city if the cop knew what he was doing. Uh, if you grab around all backwards. Yeah. You Dan Severn. Literally, you don't even have to. You just grab the hips and that guy's going head first into the Congress. You see, he just said it, folks. You got to control the hips. This is the one mistake. So keep rolling. So this guy, now, I don't know what this other guy is like oh, grabbing his arm, which isn't going to work. <laughs> Now, see, now he's controlling him. Now, see, the guy's not able to punch him. Now he's, he's controlling him. Yeah. He's starting to figure it out. You're going to see he goes for the hips now. And then the fight totally changes. Yeah, the other guy's just basically getting in the way. This there guy's you. doing all the work. I got to give this guy There props, you go. There man. you go. Now yeah, he's right in the spot. There you go. There you go. See, and, then you see, yep. Yep. and now the guy's getting tired because bad guy's got about Ooh. 90 seconds of juice. There you go. Yeah. And now you'll see he mounts him and he's finally controlling the hips. So he's kind of in a modified half guard there because the legs are around. It uh, looks a little bit like you by are, Yeah, you're correct. Modified half guard folks when they kind of split the legs and the mount. But you said it before. One of the things I try to tell my audience is if you get into shit in the streets, bad guys have superpowers and we don't. I don't know why it is. It's a yeah. cosmic law of evil people. And PCP. And PCP yeah, well, and drugs. You're not going to have it. They will. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know what you're doing on the ground, you are going to get freaking smoked, man. And you're going to get killed. Well, I think the bigger point here is like, you know, when this happened, uh, I mean, for example, like with Derek Chauvin, that cops don't, they don't know. So a lot of police officers, unfortunately, they do have to go to their, their gun and their belt because they can't subdue you know, an assailant. Now, it's a huge mistake to say no chokeholds. Hey, you and I both, like if you've ever done boxing or any striking, like if you've ever been, had your bell rung, knocked oh, out, yeah. it's terrible. Being choked out is not, it's like it's taking a nap. nose looks like this. Yeah, but being choked out, nose. it doesn't hurt at all. People who don't realize you go to sleep in three seconds. It's this not is like, fake. Is my nose isn't real. This is a cadaver nose. Really? Yeah, this isn't real. They my nose is smashed in. Do you know who the cadaver was? What's it? No, but um, what if it was a liberal? What if it was a lib? You have a liberal dose. That'd be what if, it was a, what if it was a black guy and now he's more than half black? Oh, is that so worked out? It could. I think so. I think you have a. I think so, you, have a, you have a cadaver nose pass. People, you know, I, I'm, I'm, everybody's always like, oh, you always talk about the crazy. I share everything with my audience. So I boxed for years before I found jujitsu, and I blocked with my head. I had like the Italian rock. I was gonna like, say, yeah, nothing like perpetuating the original like, stereotype. You know, yeah, yeah, and like block with my face. So you ain't so bad. Yeah, you ain't so bad. <laughs> you ain't so come on, Creed. You ain't so bad. So my nose has been smashed in for thirty years, and the only reason I, I had to do this is, uh, you know, I don't give a fuck about my nose. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But I was on the radio, and people were like really bitching and like. Tell Dan to blow his nose because we used to tape the podcast so I could just oh, take it because yeah. I could never breathe. So my friend, my yeah. best buddy, man's a plastic surgeon. He's a super smart guy. He's like, I'm fixing that damn freaking nose. Yeah, the <laughs> fake nose. This shit ain't real. But now, now I can breathe. Good for you. But there I'm, you go. Yeah, nice. That's a, that's a Flonase commercial. Oh, on on the like cop that? story, shouldn't there be like an equal time of ground and pound? Like, you know, the, the cop, everybody was like trying to step in and be like, all right, you've controlled him now. It's like, no. Nah, like you get 30 get, like, seconds 30 just to do your thing. To beat the crap the out of the a lesson kind of I think though that police officers should reasonable. have to learn basic control and they should have to, uh, you know, they should have to sh display aptitude every single year. They yeah. should have to yeah. retest because the truth is, if you know how to control somebody, um, then you don't have to use these tools. But when you say, okay, we don't want firearms. Okay. We don't want tasers and we don't want chokeholds. What are you left with beating them with a the club? Yeah, but I yeah. think a lot of people don't really understand out there the, the the reality of violence. So we've we've done some segments on here where we've kind of shown people like oh, you're Monday morning quarterback, right? You get the Krav Maga or the, the Aikido guys like I would do this and I got tiger fist and monkey claw and shit. And you're like that doesn't work. <laughs> um, so uh, people who live in a delusional 
and it really is, it's denying reality kind of like with the gender bending theory right now, they then they dig their heels in. You need to, particularly with something like this, be all in, like you said, or all out, meaning you're out of range where he can't hit you. Yes. He can't pull a knife. You can run away. Or if you're in, if you don't know how to fight, look, you want to grab them I, so that they can't yes. generate those punches because a 200 pound man on drugs, if he, he doesn't yeah. have to know anything, he hits you, he has a shot at really hurting you. And a lot of people want to bow up and play tough guy. And you'll see this with police officers. Do not hold that guy out. But that's because they don't have the training. They don't have the training. The police unions out there, they're not saying, hey, we need better hand to hand training so that our officers can defend themselves and subdue an assailant. Because then people see that as violence. Like, no, no, it's anti-violence. The beauty of good grappling of jujitsu is you can end a life or you can take your drunk uncle outside. You don't have to hurt him. You know, and that's why I have so much respect for these guys. I mean, we were messing around and all, but imagine, like you just said, Joe, like you, some guys le- legit like trying to kill you. Yeah. And then you subdue them, your adrenaline, and you have to, it's like, now stop. Oh no, it's over. And and it is, it's got to be like, that's your job. But right. There's like a side of a man that's like, fuck that. But yeah. you ever see, there's a Matt Serra video that went around. Oh, in Vegas. Yeah, like, calm down. Yes. Calm down. He knows it. Calm down. And he's like, Both. he's holding this guy down, holding his arms. And the guy's still like trying to hit him. And then the cop comes up and the cop's like, get off of me. He's like, are you going to take control? Yeah. Are you going to, this guy's going to, calm down. Greatest video ever. <laughs> you want to see how effective jujitsu is. Take Steve's advice. Go put in a search engine. Matt Serra, Las Vegas. He's a, he was a, he was a UFC welterweight champ or something, middleweight champ. This guy's like drunk. He probably outweighs him by 50 pounds. Matt's just like, he's not even like burning any energy. No. That goes to show you how effective. But firearm stuff too. I want to show you this video. This guy, so he's rolling into his house. Uh, a couple of mutts jump over the fence. They follow him in. The guy's in one of these like fatal funnels, but he knows what to do right away. And he does something, whether he did it by instinct or whether he did it because it was tactical. I tell people this all the time. If you're stuck and can't get away, he does something here. Check this out. So here they go. They jump the fence. They're coming in. Now this guy's in a funnel, which is already been. Watch what he does. Well, whether he does it by, there we go. So create some space. Create some space. There he goes. Gets his gun. Can you guys play that again? Gee, you know the part I like. Watch right here. He, he, the guy comes up. Watch me. He has a coffee cup in his hand. I tell people all the time, if you are in a situation like this, option one is always get away, period. If you can get away, get away. I tell everyone, if you can't, it is a natural human instinct if anything comes at your eyes. Even if I do it now, I go, Steve, you're going to blink. This guy, whether he knows it or not, you see when he throws the coffee cup, the guy automatically backs, even though it's a coffee cup, ain't going to do anything. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> it's like gun, coffee cup. Here we go. Gun, yeah. coffee cup. And the guy automatically backs up. If, if you've ever been in a fight, and you, you, you know, I know you've rolled before, when you're sparring, when shit comes at your face, it's yeah. like a natural instinct. Maybe, you know, it wouldn't have gone down like that, though, if he had if he had blackout coffee. I'm like, is that Brutopia? Is that Brutal Awakening? Hot and then we just like, he'd grab his nuts, which we call monkey grabs peach in Kung Fu. I do a little Kung Fu. But um, it's, geez, don't do that. No, it's great. He creates Brian. some space. Uh, here's the thing that I will say. The guy who runs in, um, this is why we need the dirty Harry and the death wish. And you're seeing that people see the, the, the they want law and order. Um, that man forfeited his right to live. I don't know if it's yeah. an empty gun. I don't know if he just wants to take my stuff. There are too many people who get shot, who get stabbed, who get killed. Someone's on drugs. The second someone puts you in a position where it could potentially be your life or his or your family safety or his. Guess what? You forfeit your right to live. And so I, I want to read more headlines, man shoots intruders or woman shoots even would-be rapist rather than man dead in a ditch. As can, a can we dispel a lot of myths too? By the way, you ever been kicked in the nuts in a fight? Fucking hurts. Uh, the, you want to know my worst nut shot story? Do you want to know <laughs> Grappling? It? No. 
What? It was my Johnny boy out there. His daughter was at her fourth grade birthday party, oh, no. and she had one of those. She had a lightsaber, oh. and it was non-retractable. Dude. And she, she here's the thing: you got every guy out there. Look, you can comment below, and it helps the algorithm. She she jousted, and she jousted my ball against my thigh, so it like rolled. You know what I mean? Like it, like like. like like it had rolled and oh. I fell to my knees and I was sure I was going to throw up. No, I wasn't. And she felt so bad. She <laughs> was so sweet. Time, it was right? an accident. But yeah, people don't. Now that being said, if you're high in you know, adrenaline yeah, you stuff, ain't. you're not going to feel it. The oh. only way to subdue someone like that is take out the eyes from the equation some, or choke them out. Like you have to literally put them shut to the sleep. Computer down. You have to shut the computer down. I love what people, that these fairy tales to it are like, you know, punch him in the nose and he's going to, bro, I've seen, but you ever see a UFC fight? Guy's got no nose. His yeah. nose is in the back of his head. Yeah. They don't even give a shit. Yeah. They're, oh, cut my eye, Mick. They don't give a shit. You, you got to like. You, I don't want to cut your eye. It's perfect. <laughs> got a perfect cadaver nose. Dude, you're really good. Do you always know you had this talent for voices? No, I had, I couldn't sing or dance. Can't do shit, man. I can't dance either. <laughs> really? No, Not no, even I half? Some of the time. I dance. You know, but here's the thing too. And you know, you talk about this a lot and I don't want to, but I, I know that you talk about this. Um, the most important statistic for people to know is around 30,000 people take away suicides. Between 12 and 20,000 people die from firearms each year, right? As far as homicides. Uh, the amount of lives saved, according to sources that want to hide this, is at minimum half a million, the highest end, 3 million. The estimate is closer to 2 million defensive uses of firearms each year versus call it 15,000 people taken. So when they say if it saves one life, well, what if it saves 2 million every single year? Yeah. And, and, and honestly, guys, like how many happen that the guy just doesn't report it? Yeah. I mean, there are probably yeah. some people out there A who shot are like, never see, needs to be bygones fired. be right. bygones. Like, let's just let this go. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, but last topic, because this is, uh, and then we'll roll over and then we're doing your show. I got to sit in the guest seat. You're taking over your studio. This is like a big rumble. And by the way, thank you to really, he's got a little statue here going. Hey, that's supposed to be glued to the desk. What's Oops. going on, guy? <laughs> <laughs> did he just Hulk that and didn't he even did, realize yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. yeah like Captain <laughs> Joe, Joe Lewis Super. kept knocking it over we're when he came in. Door so, hammer, yeah. like, only, no, only I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like a fucking Marvel it's movie. It's the guinea in the stone. Hey! I pulled it. Come over. Joe will be like, <laughs> trying to lift Come that on. motherfucker up. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you guys, I was really pissed about, about this story because you guys did a huge, huge public service. The Nashville Manifesto from the Nashville trans shooter, yep. uh, that thing disappeared into the ether. You damn well know if the narrative was different, it would have leaked out the next day and every Trump supporter and every Republican, me, Steve, and everyone in this room would have been accused of being accomplices to murder and they hid it forever. You guys got it. You protected your sources. What pissed me off about the story is the next day I was watching a number of different outlets and I heard one of them gave you a shot, but everybody kind of like glossed over the fact that you did. It was like, uh, it leaked to conservative. No, it didn't leak to conservative media. It leaked to the Crowder show. And I don't like that shit when people disrespect people like that. I was kind of annoyed, but that was a huge scoop. Well, th and actually uh, on our show, which is coming up next year, you don't even need to change the channel. We have some new information uh, regarding the manifesto. Oh, nice. So we're still making sure to vet it right now as yeah. we speak. But um, no, I got to say, look, I can't take credit for it. Like uh, the only thing I can take credit for is signing the fronts of checks and, and making it a part of the vision of Mug Club, right? It's like, if it, if it were just a business decision, it wouldn't make sense. It's expensive, but um, they do a great job. There needs to be more investigative journalism. And I have, 
I really have the luxury of complete confidence. When they come to me, they say, we have this. It's absolutely airtight. I know they've done their due diligence. And I know that when you have that, other people are going to try to dismiss it. Gerald knows. I said, watch. They're going to try and say it's not real. Then when they have to acknowledge it's real, they're going to attack the messenger. And of course, you saw it, unfortunately, from some, you know, uh, even people on the right where it becomes some some Schwanson measuring contest. It's like, look, we even told people steal it, rip it. We don't care. Grab it, disseminate it. Just don't lie about it. And of course, you had some people who were lying about it and adding texts to the manifesto. That's why we make the original um, available. But yeah, this is something like we want the whole manifesto. You know, we we had to give you an idea of the process. So to verify these documents and I have to read this, but I don't get it wrong because the investigative team like make sure you say these things so you don't reveal any sources and we're not in any legal hot water. Um, There was a source who sent this to us, like like a vague tip. Okay, to verify the documents, my investigative team, they met with that source who leaked the manifesto to review the original text message, right? This kind of thread, which included photos of the manifesto. Then they read through the text, verifying the chain of events where we had an insider uh, to say to some degree, right? The, I guess you would say the uh, orbit of Nashville PD, as well as a third party source. And then we reverse searched the phone number who sent images to that source, verifying that in fact it had taken place where they claimed it had taken place, that the insider who had information with the PD in fact did. So there was a long process before we came out with this for other people to say, no, no, it's not true. You know, the mayor is going to run an investigation. They've put some officers on paid leave, um, which we've said, like, our sources are safe as in their mother's arms. We will go to jail to protect them. So I appreciate everyone, everyone who's joined Mug Club. And honestly, the first step is Rumble, getting off of YouTube and big tech. There's Our stuff was removed from YouTube. Right? How do you, you join Mug Club so my guys can uh, Yeah, lottowithcredit.com slash Mug Club. And it's, you just keep watching on Rumble. So you'll watch this show today. Then you'll watch our show for free on Rumble. But our show goes for another you know hour on Mug Club. You click that join button, you get to keep watching. But YouTube is already removed our episode with the manifesto. Yeah. This is where it's I kind of wanted to go with this. And yeah. then we'll talk about it more on your side when we switch seats here. But, you know, I'm really into this whole police state thing for obvious reasons. I mean, one of the most transformative experiences in my life is, you know, when you're sitting there in a secret service Academy and you graduate and you raise your right hand, like, how about you guys? That meant something to me. I mean, yeah. you swear an oath, it means yeah. something. And you're, you know, that constitution matters. It's not just a piece of parchment. Like those values mean something. You know, I, I, I had an uncle who, you know, I got the bronze star with a V cluster. I don't even like talking, you know, goosebumps when I talk about you and see. But, uh, you know, he was shot in the back in Vietnam protecting his friends. And his story, you can read it online. It's like amazing. It's Gregory Ambrose. Like, he, you know, all right, it was Vietnam. It wasn't the most popular war, but that flag meant something to him. And he was yeah, an idealist and he went and did it. They mm-hmm. said, go and do this, whether you agree with the mission or not. And he died. He was 19, like he's dead. So that oath means something to me. And the fact that we live in a place now where you guys do traditional, legitimate journalism, there's no way this isn't journalism. And the police state folks don't target that. They come after you Mm -hmm. says to me, like, brother, man, that constitution don't mean to other people what it means to us. You know what? And this is why I never did the the blanket back the blue, because I'm going, look, there are a lot of good cops and there are a lot of bad cops, too. And of course, when Black Lives Matter is saying that's not the solution, what we need is like we've talked about better training, better accountability. The police unions need to have they need to be entirely restructured, right? Because police unions protect the bad officers just as much as they actually don't protect good officers like you. And we have had to talk with good police officers. Not we're not just talking about Nashville. We're talking about across the country who say, look, this is a real problem within our department. And they hate the bad cops. Yeah, they're they're running up against the blue wall of silence. We're going, this is wrong. And so people don't realize there's a civil war going on within local police forces. 
And then in certain areas, you get one, you get a bad DA or you get a bad police chief or a commissioner. And guess what? They decide how the department operates and those people are scared in the silence. And you know what you end up with? You actually end up with the kind of police force that you don't want when you have the leftist. Can I take this top. out though to the federal level too? Yes. No, absolutely. I only got a couple of minutes before we get to switch seats. And I want to get your thoughts on this for, for my crew that tuned in here. And you stay, by the way, we're, we're, we're going straight through folks. So don't worry about it. The FBI, at the federal level, uh, I have zero faith in them. And just, I've never in my life, I'm sorry if I'm stumbling. I just don't want to be like hyperbolic and I don't want to sound ridiculous, but I've never in my life in my 48 years on the planet, honestly felt like the FBI was going to come knocking on my door. Like I was like, whatever, like they don't do that's so obvious. I I swear on my life, man, every day I look, I have a glass front door. I'm like, one of these days, someone's going to come up with a commission book. Do you ever feel that way? They came knocking on mine. Oh, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. No, what happened was, uh, remember the governor Whitmer, the kidnapping plot? Oh, yeah, there, the there a bunch of fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was a guy named there, and we've talked about this guy named Jason Chambers, J A Y, Sin Chambers. Yeah. And when uh, back in the day, it was in uh, Utah, Antifa was planning on killing people uh, showing up at a Ben Shapiro. I believe it was, I don't know if it was University of Utah. Um, was it? Was it University of Utah? So, uh, so I don't know. It was in Utah, Salt Lake City. Yeah. So Antifa, they handed out knives and, and they handed out tasers and we caught them and the local PD didn't, the media did nothing. And we had a guy who was the head of the digital terrorism unit with the FBI. And nothing came of it. And I remember thinking it was really weird. Like he kept communicating back and forth. And uh, then at one point, there was some stuff that he kind of offered up that we thought, that's weird. That seems like a liability. We said, no, you know, we're probably pretty good. And then this guy disappeared. We never heard from him again. And he was one of the people named in the as a fed in the kidnapping Whitmer plot. I think what happened, this is my opinion. I think what happened is he thought he was going to sting us, you know, relatively popular show. And then realized we're kind of basic bitch, like conservative Christians where we weren't doing anything illegal. (laughs) Right. So he moved on. This guy was a fed. This guy was a fed and he sold, and he never did anything. I didn't know that. Yeah. Never Jason chambers. And we still to this day cannot reach him. So if he would like to correct the record, he can, what happened is, I think, okay, I can just say this. He offered us at one point, because I was speaking publicly, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm out there on stage, and we've had these death threats. What's the best kind of, like, body armor's recommendation? And uh, he said, well, if you you can use this. He said, but technically, that's not civilian legal. You know, it's only, but I could get it for you. And I said, you know what? I'll just get the civilian legal one, because it's not really right. worth the risk. I think that would have been the trap. Oh, mm. dude, you'd be in the you'd be in the clink right yeah. now, and you can still you, get body armor. By the way, it's totally legal. Fultz but Neeson would be adding another chapter posthumously yep. to his so, book. About so, so think about that. Here, a comedy show. Yes, we do journalism, but a comedy show. Yeah. Um, and we had to deal with it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah they're definitely coming through your door. It shouldn't be a glass door. You should have like you should have rebar. What are you I doing? Know. Glass door that makes it's it like super a, easy. It's a pretty heavy glass door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not funny. How do you? Is it like hockey glass? I wish I was more funny. How can I? You are funny. You just no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You are. Am I funny? Yeah. Yeah, we all think you're funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, by the way, your producers are. He is like self admittedly, so I'm not putting my. He's like the driest cat ever. So I love him because we're together all the time, and I'm not a chatty Kathy anymore yeah. before my blackout, brutal awakening coffee. Right, so I'll come down there at the end of the show. Someday we'll have a bad show. Gee, will be like, oh, that sucked. That was not a good show. I'm like, oh, thanks. Bro. Yeah. Hey, hey Gee, what's your ethnicity? What's your background? Oh, no, get out bullshit. He's Brazilian. Get oh, he's Brazilian? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Then you're fine. You don't need to worry about the next sketch. I was like, yeah, he, I was like, oh, the first sketch that happens, the break, I'm like, oh shy. boy, he might get, get upset. Out of you. you wanted to come out. You know you're part of the show when you come out here. You know, everybody gets thrown in the lines. Brazilian can be anything. It's but like he's you. so like, yeah, I mean, you know, well, you've already exposed my, you know, ethnicity. I mean, you can pass for anything. Maybe you I need that, one you're like Abercrombie. All right, we got to do your show now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, hold on. Do you have anything you got to wrap up and no. tell people? Well, okay, well, let me just say this. We have it. I'm not going to bring it up. 
up necessarily. We have a couple of chats just thanking us for doing the uh, the mashup here. We did find the Matt Sarah clip, but we'll play that on uh, lateral. Oh, you Friday. found we'll get it to it in a minute. Yeah. And unless you want to leave with that, I don't know if I don't know if we have enough time for it. This right is now. his show. Deal. No, I don't yeah. care. What, we we don't have to run on a specific clock as long as I mean I'm gonna have to go. Uh, you know, drink uh, like some coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so. right, tell you what. I'm going to do this. I'll wrap up my thing. You go have your coffee. Do your thing. Yeah, but I mean, like a couple minutes. Don't take like another 20 minutes or something. No, no. I <laughs> all right. Like 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. No, yeah. And then we're going to continue with our show with Dan in this seat. Uh-huh. Oh. It's going to be, I mean, just so you know, like our show is moves like a little, it moves, it moves at a weird clip. So it's like. I don't know anything about that. My show is very organized. <laughs> All right, guys, right. they spent an hour asking me for the glad. I totally screwed the whole thing. But this guy is the man, you know. And and seriously, yeah. I'm not you. You had the cancer scan. We were all praying for yeah, you, you know. Thanks, and brother. are you done with that? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I I figure, you know, if if I go like five, ten more years, like I'm good. And I don't mean that in like a weirdo kind of way. Like I don't want to die, but I, I mean, like God was good to me, man. I lived a good life. I was at the UFC last weekend. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and, you know, Dana's got us in like the front row next to Tucker and freaking uh, Trump. And I swear, man, I, I I said to myself, if I go next week, like, I'm good. I really mean it. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be like a weirdo. You're not going it. next week. I, I didn't love know. my like, daughters I, and so on. I want to see every, I want to see them. But God's been good to me and I don't sweat it, man. I really don't. I don't that? think about it one day. I work out every way. Chemo, I never missed the show during chemo. I'd work out the nice. day after chemo. I go in the sauna. It smelled like a paint factory. You sweat all that shit out. But I like I was good. Like we opened up See, the show. You are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sometimes that's funny. only with him around because he's like contagious. But we opened up the show where they're talking about it. But you know, I, I, I do laugh about it all the time. Well, I, honestly, like people in chat, let them like I thought you were gonna look like all progeria and shit, like Charlie no. Brown. You look, you look great. I didn't know. I was like, I thought you know. Part of me thinks that maybe you're faking it. Maybe you're faking it. Going too. Come on, get a wide shot. Was, I mean, come on, give me some. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> he was, ask me for directions. It's that way. He was faking it for sympathy. <laughs> the only man joke in New York. He's the only man who went through chemo and got stronger. There's no New York you ask an Italian for directions. However, however, you ask an Italian for directions in New York, wherever it is, it's this way with a flex. You know, with the it's this way. That's right. But no, I feel great, man. All Thanks right, for asking. Man, go ahead. Get out of here. Hour, All right, so listen. No, no, no. I'm good, man. So Steve's just leaving while in front of the camera because this is what we do here <laughs> in the show. <laughs> he could go around, but he's like, ah, fuck it. It's yeah, my studio. Right there, yeah. Folks, it, please subscribe to his show as well. You'd be doing it. I realize I keep looking down. The camera's up there. because yeah. my straight Rumble, we love you. You know we've yeah. been all about free expression and providing a platform to people who can't speak anywhere else because they speak the truth. And I hope what we just talked about with that manifesto and real journalism being done, I know like there was a lot of sarcasm and we did a lot of fun stuff in the show, but this is real. This election's real. You learning how to defend yourself is real. And us exposing this police state trying to hide this manifesto, you know, that's real too. So we really appreciate it. I'll be on the radio show uh, later too, so don't miss that. And then uh, the book signing. Please, if you're in the uh, Grapevine, Texas area, tomorrow I want to pack the house. It's in Grapevine Mills Mall. Books a million. At uh, 2 o'clock local time here in Texas. So don't miss that. You just heard Dan Bongino.